Hi, this is Dan Sheridan. Thanks for listening. We're studying the Gospel of John. So if you have your Bibles, if you turn to John chapter 20, I want to read to you the reason why John wrote this wonderful Gospel. And he says this in John chapter 20, verses 30 and 31. It says, And many other signs truly did Jesus in the presence of his disciples, which are not written in this book. But these are written that ye might believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing ye might have life through his name. Those are the words of John, the apostle, who wrote this gospel that we're looking at. And his purpose is to bring you to faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, to believing certain things about him. And let me just say that believing requires the mind. It requires you to think. It requires you to read something, go over it, and think about it. Facts are presented in this gospel of John, and the writer, John, wants you to take them in and believe them. Now remember this, believing the facts recorded in John's gospel changes your life and your outlook. First, if you believe these facts that are written here, you will know that you have a Savior who solves the problem of death. Everyone's afraid of death. Death is a terrible thing. There's nothing worse than death and burial. It seems so permanent. But if you knew that death is not the end, and you were convicted of that, if you knew that in Jesus we have the hope of resurrection, that would change your outlook on this life. You'd have hope for the future, and it would change how you think now and how you act now. So what we do now matters, for what we do now will resound in the next life. Because we learn in John's gospel that this is not the end. There's going to be a resurrection. Second, if you believe these facts that are written in John's gospel, you will look at people differently. You see, when we have faith, we will love God and others. In the Bible, the first great commandment is to love the Lord our God. But the second is just like it. It looks like it. It means to love your neighbor as yourself. In other words, to love God means you love fellow human beings. And John wrote his gospel to give you hope for the future and a purpose in the present. You can say, death is not the end. I have hope in a Savior. And I can look to the present and say, life has meaning. Life has purpose. And I want to live it to his glory and to be a good person and to love others. Well, that's why John wrote these words in the Gospel of John. Let me read that again. John chapter 20, verses 30 and 31. And here we read once again, And these and many other signs truly did Jesus in the presence of his disciples, which are not written in this book. But these are written that ye might believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing ye might have life through his name. I love that. Life through his name. This book is about life. It's not about death and doom and destruction, but about life. And we find it in the Lord Jesus Christ, the Son of God. And we'll talk more about what that means as we go through this beautiful gospel. So let's start at the beginning. In John chapter 1, we'll look at this first verse, and we'll take it slowly. We'll take our time. God is not in a hurry, and neither should you be. Take your time to learn these things. And before I go further now, John, let me suggest to you, that you grab your Bibles when you're not listening to this and just sit down and read the Gospel of John. 
Let what I'm teaching you here just be a supplement to your own readings. Open up to the Gospel of John and just say, God, show yourself to me and read it. And then you can come and listen to see if I can help you out in any way. So here we are in John's Gospel, and the first verse reads, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. So the very first words of John's Gospel, they begin pretty excitingly. In the beginning was the Word. Now what is this, in the beginning? And when you think of in the beginning, you think of time. And we might think in our minds, going back to Genesis 1, verse 1, where it says, In the beginning God created the heaven and the earth. And so in the beginning, whatever that was, was the Word. And now I believe what this is teaching us, that from the moment of creation, the moment God put human beings into existence. The moment he created this world where human beings would live, the word was in existence because God is telling us something that from the very beginning, he wanted to communicate with us. God is a great communicator and he wants us to understand him, to know him. And he's used his book and he's used various ways throughout the past to communicate to people. You know, you and I love to communicate. Look at today. I mean, we we went from newspapers to social media and all this technology to communicate with each other. We love as creatures to talk and to communicate and to share. Well, God, that's the image of God in us because God loves to communicate. The scripture says that we're made in God's image. And if God communicates, that's why that's why we do because he loves to communicate. Well, in the beginning was the word. So from the very beginning, God communicates to us. So it says here, and the word was with God, and the word was God. The word with here, in the Greek language, uh, they translate preposition certain way. And this is a preposition that sometimes means in the direction of or pointing to. Uh, it's in the English here, we translated with, and it's the, con- it's the concept of say, hey, I'm with you. In other words, I'm in agreement. I'm on your side. Um, the Greek word pros, from which this word with comes from, is the idea of pointing to. So we might say this, the word is with God in the sense that it points to him, it relates to him. It shows who he is. It's with him in the sense that it's on his side. It's pointing to him and showing who the true and living God is. So in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God. And then it says, and the word was God. What does that mean, the word was God? Well, remember, a word is an expression, a word is something that comes out of our mouths. It, it reveals what's in our hearts. And so we say a man is as good as his word sometimes. In other words, our words represent who we are. And so too God's word, whether it's the Bible or the people that he used in the past. And we're going to see is in this John's gospel, the Lord Jesus Christ, his people and what they say represent who he is. See, God is invisible and he can only be known through his various expressions. He's expressed himself to us through people, through means and through written words. And John says in his gospel, as we saw at the beginning in John chapter 20, verses 30 to 31, these are written that we might know. So the written word is just important. It's very important for us today because it replaces God when he can't be seen. Somebody once said that uh, regarding writing, that our words represent us when we're absent. Well, so too the scriptures. We can't see God. He's not absent. He's here. 
He loves us and he's part of our lives and we don't always see it. But to really get to know God, we go to his word. So in the beginning was the word. So God has always communicated with the human race since the beginning. And the word was with God. In other words, the word points to him, tells us who he is. And the word was God. It replaces him when he's absent, when he can't be seen. And then it says in verse two, the same was in the beginning with God. Notice he repeats that phrase again, with God, because the word of God points to him. It's with him. It's on his side, tells us who he is and what he is about. And that's why we're studying John's gospel. Do you want to know who God is? Do you want to know what he's about? Well, stay with me as we go through this gospel. I'll stop here. Next time we'll pick up in verse three. And until we meet again, I ask you to pick up your Bible, read John's gospel. Before you do, just say, God, show yourself to me. Read the words. Don't worry what you understand or what you don't understand. Just take your time. Just like any book, it takes time to get to know it, its language and what it says. And and like many books, and some of them are complicated, we don't understand the things we read. Well, the Bible's like that too. There's many things we'll have to learn as we go. All right, we'll stop there. This is Dan Sheridan. Thanks for listening. Until we talk again, remember this, God loves you.